Well, hello everyone. It's nice to be back. I've had a lovely break and feel refreshed and ready to go. Well, let's see how long that lasts. But I want to say a great big thank you to Anthea, Peter and Helen for taking on the daily messages in my absence. I have enjoyed uh, listening to them as I know that you have too. And as Alan said yesterday, I'm back and I could take up where I left off. But I just wonder what you guys prefer. Do you like the readings from Fresh from the Word? Because for this week, I'm going to continue with Romans by Reverend Dr. Sham Thomas. Yesterday, he gave us a bit of an introduction to the theme touching on the privilege of the Israelites being God's people and all of us being recipients of God's faithfulness. And uh, so I'm going to read today's uh, reading uh, for you, which is entitled God's Faithfulness. And it's from Romans chapter 9, verses 6 to 18. It is not as though God's word had failed. For not all who are descended from Israel are Israel, nor because they are his descendants are they all Abraham's children. On the contrary, it is through Isaac that your offspring will be reckoned. In other words, it is not the children by physical descent who are God's children, but it is the children of the promise who are regarded as Abraham's offspring. For this was how the promise was stated. At the appointed time, I will return and Sarah will have a son. Not only that, but Rebecca's children were conceived at the same time by our father Isaac. Yet before the twins were born or had done anything good or bad in order that God's purpose in election might stand, not by works, but by him who calls, she was told, the older will serve the younger. Just as it is written, Jacob I loved, but Esau I hated. What then shall we say? Is God unjust? Not at all, for he says to Moses, I will have mercy on whom I have mercy. And I will have compassion on whom I have compassion. It does not therefore depend on human desire or effort, but on God's mercy. For scripture says to Pharaoh, I raised you up for this very purpose, that I might display my power in you and that my name might be proclaimed in all the earth. Therefore God has mercy on whom he wants to have mercy and he hardens whom he wants to harden. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So Reverend Dr. Thomas writes this. Faithfulness is not that everything. No, let me start that again. Faithfulness is not that everything, 
This is a commercial advert popularised by one of the gold merchants in recent times in India, vouching for the reliability and quality of his products. Attributes like faithfulness suit God more than a gold shop, though. No wonder one recurring theme running through the Bible is God's faithfulness. Paul raises three questions with regard to God's faithfulness in connection with the choice of Israel. First, if all are God's creation, what is the reason for God conferring special privilege to some and thereby implicitly disregarding others? Rather than looking for a politically correct answer to this disturbing proposition, Paul contends that it's God's will and pleasure alone to decide on how God should be faithful and to whom. God's authority and sovereignty are beyond human control and God does not need to justify any of God's actions or be apologetic about it. Second, what would happen if those who were favoured had failed God in return? Can God be bound by the negative response of the chosen ones? Will God fail in proceeding with the prescribed plan? Paul answers no to these questions. God cannot be threatened, blackmailed or failed by the rebellion of the few. Third, should God remain faithful to those who have failed him? Will God show any faithfulness to them again? Paul says an emphatic yes. God can only be faithful and his faithfulness endures forever. We can only be grateful for this unmerited gift of grace. And verses 16 to 18 as a reminder says, So it depends not on human will or exertion, but on God who shows mercy. So then he has mercy on whomever he chooses, and he hardens the heart of whomever he chooses. God can only be faithful, and his faithfulness endures forever. And we can only be grateful for this unmerited gift of grace. Let us pray. Faithful God, instill faithfulness and forgive our faithlessness. Amen. And in our parish prayers uh, today, we are giving thanks for what God has provided. And as we uh, continue in lockdown, we thank you, Lord, for all that you have provided for so many of us over these past few months, uh, that you have been with us, that you have given us peace when we've needed it, that you have given us strength when we've needed it, that you have given us encouragement when we have needed it. And Lord, we pray now that as we look to opening up our church uh, so that it may be available to our community, that you would provide what is needed to meet the needs so that we have 
um, a workable access and exit and all the things that are needed. Lord, we pray for the grant bids that have gone in and we ask, Lord Jesus, through the power of your spirit, that you would speak into our situation so that those who make decisions uh, will have a very clear picture of what we are asking for and why and that they would uh, see fit to grant us uh, funding. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And uh, we pray for our town. And today we remember Town Hall Street, Tewell Lane, Union Street, Upper Bolton Brow, Upper Fountain Street, Victoria Avenue, Victoria Road and Victoria Street. Lord, we ask that in these places, all who seek to know you will find your faithfulness in their lives. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We say together, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, the power and the glory for ever and ever. Amen. And so as we go, a thought for today to think about, how is this principle of faithfulness applicable in our everyday relations as we go about our lives? And so the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you now and forevermore. Amen. So, um, day one back and uh, really looking forward to continuing through this week. And uh, I'll see you tomorrow. Bye for now.